No, Mob. It's time for an update on the journey to Black Belt. And I took a break based off of the events that were happening across Australia, just taking some time to be in the world and be in myself and process what was happening, how was I responding and how was I showing up and how was that rippling out into my family, my community and the work that I do and just kind of been being with that space over the last few weeks and looking at what does it mean to be committed versus motivated. I know that I'm motivated to do a lot of things and to do a lot of change and yet my commitment to things and my capacity to be consistent hasn't always been a strong track record of mine and I've really been so it was my birthday last week and it's week one of my birthday and kind of really looking at 39 for me is about laying the foundations for what I want to who I want to be and the things I want to do in my 40s and having a different decade um, and growing as a, as a person and becoming the most powerful, authentic version of myself. And to me, 39 is the opportunity to bring that awareness into action, to lay the foundations and start to create the pathway towards bringing that vision and manifesting that into my lived experience in the day-to-day. And part of that is actually, as a dear friend and a coach and a mentor of mine, Jess Gabrielli says, um, it's, it's about bleaching the foundations and the current surfaces of the things that I've been building and how I've been building things and letting go of the things that no longer serve who I am or where I'm being called to go. And that requires me to look at the things that I'm motivated to do versus committed to doing. Motivation to me is a feel-good emotion that comes and goes. It's like, okay, we've got a wedding coming up. I know I want to look good in a dress, so I'm going to be motivated to go to the gym and work out. And then once that wedding's passed or once I get into that dress, how long does my motivation last after that? Motivation's great to get us started, but it's discipline and commitment to a bigger vision or why outside of ourselves that allows us to show up when we don't feel like doing something. And that's what commitment to me is. It's a, it's about showing up when I don't feel like it. It's about being guided by the purpose or the why or the vision that I have that's bigger than me and being committed to that and being consistent in the process of showing up and having compounding impact through and growth through the processes and how I'm showing up in those processes. And what I've realised is, is that if I'm really committed to the vision of going towards my black belt in jiu-jitsu in working towards building a business that is sustainable, successful, purpose and profitable and impactful and allows me to bring in the type of income I need to support my family at the level that we want that allows us to buy a property so our family has its own home that allows me to start to look at investing and starting to move towards wealth creation so that I can invest in the change I want to see in the world, being the type of mum that I want to be, that my kids need so that there are no regrets as they grow older, time is passing and I never get, I'll never get this time back. I'll never get the chance to have my babies again at this time and this age and living with regret is a very difficult emotion and it's something I've experienced 
in different versions and different chapters of my life. I'm reflecting on the last 20 years or 19 years from 20 to 39 or 19 to 20, uh, 39 and looking at where have been the amazing growth, the markers in my journey and what are the things I regret because I was motivated over being committed and where are the missed opportunities from that and not from a place of self-judgment or criticism but more accountability and deep responsibility to look at it and go, what are the consequences of not showing up fully as I knew that I could have and what would have been the difference? And also celebrating for myself for having the courage to sit and do that reflection. So if I'm really committed to the to my dream and this calling to move towards Black Belt and the, the vision and the possibility of becoming a Black Belt World Champion, of building a sustainable business model that has purpose and profit based around my storytelling and giving myself the time and space to grow and nurture the the potential and the, the possibilities that I have as a speaker and as a thought leader and a change maker and learning my culture and being the type of mum I want to be for my kids and the type of mum that they deserve and need in at this time in their lives, what does that look like? What's it going to take? Well, it's going to require cutting off all things that no longer serve or press pause on the things that just don't align with the current season that I'm in, making making a plan, a strategy around what are the steps that are going to take to get to my black belt. And then once I've got my black belt, what's it going to take to resource my training and my competition season so that I can actually get to the competitions, but what am I going to need to become the best black belt version of myself so that when I step onto that competition mats, I can look around me and be confident that I've prepared as best as I can with what I have and who I am. In the business, it's about going, what services do I offer? Who are my customers? And getting really clear on what my business model is, what it is, what it is my business does and who it serves. And giving it the time and space to actually learn more about business and entrepreneurship. What are my obligations as a business owner? What does a successful business model look like built off of your personal brand and storytelling? And what is it about my culture that is accessible for me to learn? Going to sit on country and do women's business and learn that. Creating space to learn language and of, of my children's and being, being able to pass that on. That's what I'm committed to in this next season is creating the space to say yes to myself through my truth and through my heart, knowing that when I thrive, my family thrives. We have these big river red gum trees. They're our grandmother and grandfather trees and and they are so big you can't wrap your arms around them and there's not many left. And I've only seen a few and I'm sure there's ones that are far bigger and we have our birthing trees as well. And these are trees that are that a space was carved out of so a mother could actually give birth inside of the tree and nurture the next generation and bring that into the world. And these trees were, they were the creation and the holding space for our next generation. These grandmother and grandfather trees that sit along our river are the trees that the eagle and the crow choose to build their nests in to nurture their next generation. 
because they will only choose the strongest tree that is capable of holding space for that next. And that's what I've been looking at is going, in order for those trees to become a grandmother or a grandfather tree that was a that became a birthing tree for our women to birth the next generation or for the eagle and the crow to choose it to build its nest in, that seed had to first take what it needed at different seasons to become the grandmother and grandfather tree. And as I sit and look at my current commitments, my motivations, where I'm at, the obligations I have to my family and to myself and to my community, I'm stretched thin. I'm doing things I'm not qualified to do. I'm doing things that are outside of my my skills, my strengths, my gifts, my capacity. I'm tired. I'm on the edge of burnout. And the biggest thing that is sitting with me is that this is what I'm role modeling to my children. This is what I'm role modeling to the girls that I support. Is is that what I want to role model to them, that this is what it takes to be successful or to give back, is that I need to be burnt out, overwhelmed. Yes, I can do amazing things and I've done amazing things from survival mode and overwhelm and being stretched in and just getting it done. But that doesn't have to be my future. It doesn't have to be my present. It's going to take a lot of courage and it's going to take time and space and commitment to be really honest around what are the things that no longer belong or need to shift in the way that I deliver that or do that thing in order for it to weave together with the priorities in my life and the things that I'm being called to do and the things that are important in this season of my life so that I can do it from well-being. I can do it from thriving. I can serve from my gifts and my overflow and my well-being and then role model that for my family. And how much more powerful am I going to be when I create this space to figure out who I am, what's important to me, what are my gifts, what is my story that I have and the experiences I have and how does that serve the world? What story am I writing and creating? Who am I becoming? And being able to create this space for that to come into the world, to be birthed into the world through me and for me to experience all of that and to have the courage to build the capacity to be able to deliver on those things so that when I do share my voice or I compete in jiu-jitsu or I'm sitting with my children, I can be the most powerful, present committed version of myself because I've had the courage to do the work, to be present to the calling of going, I'm being called to do things differently in this next season, which means creating space in myself, in my home, in my life for that work to be done so I can become that next version of myself that can show up and be of service from thriving and from well-being and from overflow and not being overcommitted and burnt out and stretched out and overwhelmed, all of what it looks like. And I'm ready for that. I'm excited for that. And I'm also sitting with the discomfort of knowing that it's not going to be for everyone. That's not going to please everyone, this new version of Chantel. 
the things I'm going to have to say no to in order to say yes to myself and how I manage those spaces and those conversations. And to me, that's what commitment looks like. That's creating that space so I can be who I want to be, who I'm being called to be, and creating space to become her so that I can serve the vision and the purpose that I have to serve my children and be there for them and to create memories and also create the space they need to be nurtured in themselves and to role model being a strong, powerful Aboriginal woman who has boundaries, who is unapologetically bold, brave and herself without without apology. What does it take to be the warrior heart, to stand in your power, to be your truth and follow your heart? I hope you stick around because I'm about to find out. And this is laying the foundations for that journey to black belt in jiu-jitsu, in life and in entrepreneurship. Big love you, mob. And I'd really love to hear from you. What does the difference between committed and motivated look like for you? What are you willing to sacrifice and gain? What are you willing to sacrifice and let go of to create space for what's possible and important to you in this season and what's calling your name? What does commitment look like to you in order to create space in your life for that, to have the possibility to to be born into the world? I'd really love to know. Reach out and let me know. Big love you, mob.